day on Striving Double Feature Presents Howling 2 and 7-2, a minute-by-minute podcast covering Howling 2 and Howling 7. I'm Dan, I'm your host, and this is episode 14 of the whole schmegaggy. We're just rolling along, having a good time. We got, um, what do we got? In Howling 2, we had a werewolf attack, and in Howling 7, we had some line dancing, and we got some comedy. This next minute, hold on. It's going to get good. So let us, let's do Howling 2 first. Uh, yeah, they're the werewolves that we don't quite really see in the warehouse, and they've killed all of these punks except, I guess the one guy's dead who felt like the off the off the awning thing there. Or he's supposed to be dead. And it ends with the um, previous minute ended with that woman screaming and screaming, the punk woman, punk gal, and um, listen to this. <laughs> see Stefan. That's Christopher Lee and it's Red Brown and that lady. Red Brown plays Ben and the lady is Jenny I think. She, I don't think her name comes up in this but that's okay because Ben is Red Brown. He's got that interesting line about the uh, when the varmint starts um, going after the chicken. We start going after the varmints and you see the older gentleman who was with the werewolf lady kind of in the garden. I, for a second I thought he was guarding but it looks like he's just hiding in the garden that's got to be too bad like Stefan presumably is is going to be fighting the werewolves and like this creepy old guy werewolf is like hiding in his garden how long is he hiding there is he there all the time maybe he knows he's there maybe he hired him as a gardener doesn't know he's a werewolf I don't know it just is like how do you, how do you know to be right there right at that time but I, I like to also the concept that um, um, you know in, in this world um you know, there's so many there's so many werewolves that we saw in the Howling. There's so many werewolves that you know. It's not like like when we get to Howling Howling um, five and seven and I believe six. It's more like individual werewolves, but in like Howling one and two and the three and and four, um, it's more like there are lots of werewolves. That was that was sort of the thing with it. As the previous werewolf movies didn't have didn't have colonies of werewolves or. I don't know, they're called a shag of werewolves. I don't know what to, you would call a, a large group of werewolves hanging out together. But that, that was one of the things with the Howling, is that it, it presented a space where there were a lot of werewolves. And Howling 2 uh, does the same. And uh, I'd like to know what it was Jenny knew about the sister. Probably that she might be a werewolf. Uh, or maybe like you, that, that woman you buried, that wasn't really your sister. I saw the first movie, that was a different woman. Is she? St- is the sister still like in her tomb in the mausoleum, screaming away? Hmm. Um. And yeah, they do. They go up to Stevens' house, which looks like a nice big house up in the uh, up in the Hollywood Hills, kind of, probably catty corner to Doctor Stein's house. 
in Blackenstein, I would bet. Um, and they do, they kind of go into like a main living room at the end, which looks like it has like a wolf-like fur skin thing over a, like the, the back of a sofa, and he's got a lot of hi-fi equipment, and uh, oh, reel-to-reel, and um, looks like a nice place, and yeah, and uh, what else was I saying? Oh yeah, so we know, yeah, he's a, he's a, what, a sheriff from Montana, or a cop from Montana, Ben, come out to uh, uh, see his sister who was a great newscaster like Jenny is I guess well Stefan knew who she was so uh, there must be must be something in that so yeah so they're going to talk to Stefan presumably about what was wrong with the sister and to talk about werewolves because we do see two like several like stuffed sort of wolves and obviously the old guy is presumably a werewolf on the garden so but it's kind of fun too because it cuts from the killing in the warehouse to um, the next day although it's so um, bright at the warehouse where it's supposed to be the middle of the night that it could just be the exact same time. And they're kind of in a little uh, convertible winding through the streets up up into the Hollywood Hills. Um, and uh, so some some great... I don't know why you want to see this guy. Well, Stefan may have some information for us. Oh, thanks for giving us that because I didn't know where you were going and you were too far away for me to see who you were. And if Red Brown isn't going to let out his Red Brown Rebel yell, um, then uh, Rebel, what's the name of his character, right, on Happy Days? Um, uh, Rebel, Red Brown Rebel yell. Um, I may not know it's you. So, so yeah, so they're going to talk to Stefan. Presumably they will talk about your sister being a werewolf. Next. Uh, oh, 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 yes, I'm sorry. Um, I, I'm not going to go to Howling New Moon Rising yet because I forgot the opening 10 to 15 seconds where, yeah, you see the punk gal kind of grabbed and dragged away. Um, by, by a large, hairy um, claw. Um, it's too bad, you know, we never really got to know her, or, you know, like, her name, or who she is, or was, or I, she's just an extra person who showed up, and you, you remember that a few episodes ago, was like, I think one of the three punk guys is bringing a punk gal, and indeed, he did. And it's, it's, it's odd, they, they keep cutting back to our main lady, who seems to be, like, stuck in a state. She's not a wolf. She's got, like, some sort of crusty makeup on her face that looks like she's older or something. I can't quite tell, but, like, you can see her shoulders, and her shoulders aren't... Her shoulders are her own. You know, they're not They're not, they're not hairy. They're, not, they're smooth shoulders. They're not, not, you know, hairy or wrinkly or crackly or whatever the heck is going on in her face. It looks like she's stuck, like, mid-transformation or, or something like that. You know, like, um, wasn't there an episode of The Incredible Hulk where, like... Dr. Banner gets stuck halfway through being the Hulk and, and Dr. Banner, something like that. That's that's what it looks like. And they keep cutting to her, but we know, it's, it's weird because we know she's, in, maybe it's a telepath, it's probably a telepathic thing, right? Because she's inside the warehouse and the woman is getting being dragged um, out, around outside the warehouse. So quite some distance away, but um, yeah, that's how it ends, kind of vaguely and strangely and not the... Not the best. Of, it's it's one of those werewolf attacks that's sort of like, it's underwhelming to begin with, and then it's over before you know it. You're sort of like, oh, that happened. Okay, well, maybe something more exciting will happen in the 14th minute of New Moon Rising. Or maybe we'll get a joke about the vodka diet. Listen to this. Certain someone never writes down anything that he spends or drinks. Then get rid of them, Harriet. I don't want anybody around that can't do their job. What are you smiling at? Oh, nothing. You know, Bobby, I was thinking, how about an early night? I was thinking of helping Jim. He may be busy, you know. 
He gets busy, I'll have that. Good night, girls. Good night. <laughs> Leslie, you look terrific. Are you losing a little weight? I think so. I think this is a new potato chip diet. It's working. I got the best diet, Leslie. Hey, come here. You do. What kind of diet's that? It's the uh, vodka diet. The vodka diet? Yeah, I drink vodka all the time. Does it work? Oh, yeah. I lost three days already. <laughs> well, this isn't a line dance. My real men don't mind dance. He's a dandry man. Uh, he said he was a... All these sort of moments continue one after, and this man continue one after the other, more or less. But it's funny, you, you don't... I mean, could you really have thought, hmm, what's, what's Howling 7 going to be like? Well, it's probably going to be a series of, of brief comedy vignettes. And there may be a werewolf mentioned every once in a while. I think, yeah, that's exactly what I would have thought would have happened for Howling 7 because that's what it is it begins with a comedy with you know uh oh Pappy uh, has a lot of drinks and food and never puts it on the tab and we get some laughs and then they turn in for an early night and then we get the joke about the vodka diet and then um Ted asks that one lady Audrey I don't know what her name is um uh to, to sort of dance and uh, the music's playing big and the um real men don't lie and dance I don't know if that's true or not I think at the time, I think at that time, everybody who was like a country and westerner line danced. I don't think it was a, um, it wasn't, I mean, it was like swing dancing for, um, for country music people, right? And in the same way that swing dancing drives me up the wall, for some reason, country line dancing drives me up the wall too. Part of it is how funny it looks in this, and part of it is just thinking about all those, um, you know, late night commercials for learn how to line dance and boot scoot and boogie. That's the only one I remember the name of. I'm sure there were other names uh, for them, but that's kind of how I remember. It's, it's, I know to the people who did them, they were very serious things, probably. But to the rest of us, or maybe just me, it all seemed very silly. And yeah, I know what you're saying. Dan, you don't like swing dancing either? Not really. Not really, I went a few times and, um, didn't um didn't really uh get much of a kick out of it uh regardless um yeah so so let's i guess let's dissect what goes on here so we learn yeah that pappy indeed um uh i well you you, you can't tell from the from the way he's he has kind of they give him kind of an uncle joe from petticoat junction kind of feel and as with uncle joe you're never quite sure whether uncle joe knows that he can kind of be a douchebag sometimes so, um, so, but well, we can't, we can't, everyone has to be doing their job, and, and it was, <laughs> oh, Pappy, <laughs> uh, maybe they do that every night, I don't know, maybe she says, let's have an early night, and she takes Pappy back to their room, or their house, or wherever, and he, she chastises him about not documenting his expenses, maybe, I don't know, but the thought of Harry and Pappy going, back and getting naughty with each other. I think they could probably do nude line dancing. I'm kidding. Could you imagine that? Close your eyes and think of line dancing. And they take everyone's clothes off. Wasn't there a big bit in the um the League of Gentlemen Christmas special? Isn't Yeah, that's right. The League of Gentlemen Christmas special has that bit with the um the line dancing segment in there. Jeez, prawn toast. I haven't seen that in ages. Wow. Yeah, that's funny. That's big line dancing. Yeah, um Anyway, um, yeah, so so you get that bit. 
and everyone knows Pappy doesn't do whatever. And the the bar made a little made a little profit today. I do like a, well. I I need to help Jim out. And Jim Jim, everything is quiet right there. And I think there may be some games. And Jim is doing that thing where you're putting a spoon on the end of your nose. So Jim's not working hard. Ah, <laughs> uh, he doesn't. So he doesn't want he doesn't want the early night with um with Harriet. Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. So they go and then you get the joke about the diet. And it's funny too because um. So many of these things, like like uh, like the, the the aside right at the end, where um, uh, where you start to hear Brock speak and and the thing to talk about the diets, it's all sort of. I don't know if he thinks he's Altman or what he is, but it all sort of has the "Am I paying attention to the right thing?" sort of thing going on. Whereas with Altman, you can have four or five different things going on in the frame, moving around that sort of like in say in like Nashville, like at one of the big the big party sequence with uh, Henry Gibson. You know, um, you can have four or five different things going on, and um, he will direct you to what is most important within the scene whereas this like when they're talking about oh i'm on the diet yeah and and they i think she says what the name of her diet is but i can never tell what she says and then and then ted shows up and makes his joke and everyone is somewhat amused um i feel like you know ted's been there two or three days or maybe one day and maybe he's already exhausted his supply of gags the gaggage is um his gaggage is 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 empty as it were so uh, yeah, and then it ends with the real men don't line dance. He's gonna take her back to the room where they line dance. I think, um, although don't, I could be wrong on that. Maybe he's just taking her outside and they're gonna hang around. But we'll see that in the next minute because it ends with Brock about to say something and and them walking away. And um, yeah, we haven't really like there are like four or five ladies at the table, and uh, we know the one gal uh, that that Ted is is after, and then we see the one I think her name is Cheryl. And then there's Harriet, but then there are like two or three women there who are like, "Who are they? Are you gonna one one of them's the one on the diet?" But again, it's so if you if you it, maybe when you're listening to it because your 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 ear is tuned in to hear catch some words to help you out, um, it makes more sense. But when you're just looking at this table full of people, one bit ended and then this next bit is beginning. You're kind of looking all around, and and the, and the dialogue isn't the sound isn't the dialogue isn't um, strong, uh, not that strong enough, but um, upfront enough to make you go, oh, this is what I'm paying attention to, you know. But then when they have Brock on there, it's like, is Brock still there? I didn't see Brock anywhere. But then you you have him like yelling into the mic. He'll be yelling into the mic at the beginning of the next minute too. So that that is that is the Howling um, two and seven two episode fourteen. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, we're at the end of a werewolf one werewolf attack, and we're going to get a little red brown. We're getting some red brown action, and then we are getting a little more Ted. Possibly he's going to be line dancing in the name next minute. Possibly he's going to be snogging around. Possibly he's going to be nude line dancing. I don't know. Maybe it'll just be more confusion. Then we'll cut to the cop and the priest. And everything will make sense.